everyone, and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Caroline. And I'm Joe. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say your name there for a second. I wasn't going to. I was like, maybe I should. Maybe the people don't know by now. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we should introduce ourselves always and forever. Always and forever and ever. Guys, can you believe it? We're back. <laughs> an episode when we said an episode was going to be live. We deserve a pat claps, on the back. Claps, all around. All around. Go Caroline. Go Joe. <laughs> Way to look at your calendar. Yeah. Honestly, though, like... Were, were you kind of hoping I was going to say no? No, 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 no. I <laughs> almost forgot. Like, I... Oh, really? Yeah, I... Um, because that's why I texted you because I was like, maybe she forgot. But because usually we text each other the night before, but we usually record like in the mornings mm-hmm. and this is like an afternoon record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was doing things, running around, doing errands this morning. And then I'm like, what day is it? Um, also, I've been traveling, so I'm like confused. And then I looked at my calendar. I'm like, oh. I was supposed to record, but I was like, oh, it's an afternoon, so I can. When you texted me, I thought maybe you were hoping I was going to say no. I was busy, but I was like, nope, it's you that's going to have to cancel. <laughs> Sorry. No. no, I was like, maybe you forgot because I definitely forgot and you didn't forget. You're like, yeah. I did forget. Oh, you did? But I just hadn't looked at my calendar. It was on my calendar. Like you like didn't I have didn't, any... I didn't schedule anything this yeah. afternoon. I just forgot that we... Like when I, I went through my day today, I was like getting stuff done. I was doing the whole thing and I hadn't looked at my afternoon calendar. Gotcha. Okay. So we were in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. Well. I didn't schedule anything over it. <laughs> so that's the convenience of it being on my calendar is even if I don't remember, I won't schedule anything during that time. Yeah. 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 I guess so. That. Uh, anywho. Anywho. What's your grinding moment? Mine is I went to Dallas this past and not Dallas, Rockwell, this past two, three days and saw my nephew. And he is like 20 months. Mm -hmm. Someone asked me because we were, my mom and I took him out and um, did all the things with him. Went to Target, ran some errands and people legitimately thought I was my kid. And a lot of people asked me, I was like, um, he's a little over a year. (laughs) And I was like calculating. I'm like, he's 20 months. Yeah. That's a hard age. 20 months is hard. He's so fun though. He, oh, it's a blast. It's a blast. He, it's funny because he um, loves my mom and my mom's name, grandma name's Nani. So he always says Nani. He's like, Nani, Nani, Nani. And never says Coco because I've deemed Coco now because Caroline's just way too hard. Um, anyways, but when you put like, when my sister-in-law and brother get, in the picture around, he wants nothing to do with me. I'm like, little brat. Yeah. I, that age was hard for me because it it's still so much fun. But the feeling things, but not being able, they don't have the words yeah, yet. Yeah, they're like that frustrated. That part was so hard for me <laughs> because you want to help them so bad and they get frustrated and you like can't, there's this communication barrier. Yeah, for sure. That, oh man, that was so hard for me. I, I like distinctly remember that. 18 months to like 22 months was hard, but it was still great. Yeah. Like not, not hard in like a, it wasn't even negative. Right. Just Yeah, difficult. you feel for them. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Because they want so and they badly. Have big emotions. To, yeah, they have big feelings and they want to tell you, but they can't figure out yeah. how. It's like, and they're just busy. Like, yeah. I like it a lot. It's like he's busy and into things. And I keep, love the stumbling around yeah. too because they're not like quite 
solid yet, (laughs) you know? Like, until two, I feel like they're still a little wobbly. Yeah, for sure. He falls all the time. And I just, oh, that's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Even at Target, we, like, put him in the, like, where the kids go. Mm -hmm. And he, like, didn't want to go in at first. And then we're distracting him. We're like, can you hold this? Can you hold this? And he was fine the whole time. But then he gets, like, squirmy and, like, can you hold this? And then he gets re-distracted. He gets excited about his job. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) He's like, I'm, a, I'm the man for the job. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. But anyways, um, always fun seeing family, and that's my grounding moment. Oh, I love that. My grounding moment is I worked out outside today. Nice. And it was so awesome. The weather's just so glorious, which is weird because it was super nice last week, and then it snowed. Yeah. It got really cold. We got snow and now it's beautiful again. Mm-hmm. It is pretty. And just working out outside and like having the breeze and getting to move my body. I was like, oh, this is what living's all about. I can't believe next month is March. I was telling Chris that I feel like winter went by really fast. Well, and me. also we haven't had cold weather. Yeah. I realized we had a couple weeks where it was very, like when it was cold, it was super cold. But it was very short-lived, and so I'm definitely thinking we're going to get another pretty sharp cold spot. You do? Yeah, because it's only February. That's true. Normally, we get snow sometime in March. Yeah, that's true. And so maybe not. You never know. I feel like weather has just changed so much in the last 15 years, 20 years. Like, obviously, global warming in the way things. Like, I understand that it has that impact, but... It's just so much less predictable than what... Yeah, I agree with that. It Like, weather's always had an element of being unpredictable, but I feel like it's been even more so. Yeah, because I remember growing up and living here, we would have, like, maybe I don't remember, but to me, February always snowed. Like, I feel like we never went to school in February. <laughs> you never went to school? Yeah, like, it was always canceled. or And I guess last month, a lot of kids didn't go to school because of the weather. Yeah. But Arkansas is just pathetic yeah, in that way. <laughs> a lot of states are, though, because it's really expensive to keep, like, snow clear. equipment on, like, staff and, like, to keep it supplied and stuff to live in a place where most of the time after two or three days it's melted. Yeah. You know? True. It makes sense when you think about it that yeah. we don't have great road maintenance for snow and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, okay. Are you ready for, do you want me to explain? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So today we're going to, uh, we both made lists. I have not heard Caroline's yet (laughs) of five things that we think every, I'm going to say every woman, but every person, I guess mine apply to like cis women, but, Mm -hmm. um, should have by 25. Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Here you go. <laughs> do I do? Are we going back and I'm forth? Back and forth. Okay. 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 Sorry, I'm panicking. <laughs> I guess I'm. I'm thinking about what I just said. That's why I'm like in my head. I'm like, does it? Does it apply to everybody? Most of mine apply to everybody. Most of mine apply to everyone. Okay. There's only one of like one of mine. Five year olds. Yeah. I, that's why I was like, I was going back and forth after I said that. Cause I was like, is there anything in my list? And now I'm like, I freaked myself out. <laughs> I'm now in full panic. Um, five things I think most 25 year olds, I guess should have. My first one's an emergency fund. Good. That's a good one. That's like, I think my number one thing is that by the time you're 25, you should have a 
emergency fund, like of some kind of sorts to kind of fall back on um, in case something happens. Like ideally. Yeah. Like I think that's something that you should be prioritizing for yourself leading up to 25. If you can have it earlier than that, like a lot of people may have that locked in before that. Great. But flex on them. Yeah. I think that that is just like really helpful and it makes your life a lot easier when you have something set back. Yeah. A cushion. Okay. Thank you. My number one is nice bedding. And I specifically use pom-pom sheets. If you go and look those up, they're going to be very expensive. (laughs) But um, it's funny. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but my mom is an interior designer. So she has nice things, buys nice things for clients, et cetera. And one year, I think I was probably like 21, she bought me pom-pom sheets. And mind you, she gets a like designer discount and whatnot. And I had no idea. How much are they? I'm looking right now. Well, they're they're pretty expensive. (laughs) But but they're not like they're worth the investment. They're sets of sheets are well, I guess not from Target. You can get sets of sheets from Target for like eighty dollars or something like that. Less, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, this is very expensive. (laughs) How much are they? Well, the first one I clicked on it, okay, sorry, I completely am interrupting you. When I first clicked on it, it says ninety two dollars. Oh no! And so I was like, "That's not that much." And then I clicked in, and the ninety-two dollars was for a a standard pillowcase set up (laughs) too. And then I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I clicked the twins, and I was like, "Oh, okay, got it." Yeah, it's for a queen sheet set. It's four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's expensive. That's very expensive. (laughs) Well, okay, ninety-two (laughs) dollars was different. Yeah, that's one. That's for one pillow. For two pillowcases. That's so I was funny. like, oh. No, they're okay. they're pricey. But um I got that designer discount plug. I can't share it with you all, unfortunately, but <laughs> I personally have it. And anyways, my mom got it for me when I was like 20, 21. And it's funny because I shared them on my story and I was like, oh, um, I use pom-pom sheets and I t- I link them. I actually I don't even think I linked them. I just said or tagged them or whatnot. And I got so many DMs of like, bro, do you know how expensive these are? And I was like, honestly, no. So I looked real fast and they were that much. I was like, I'm freaking out. That's crazy, Caroline. No, they're so expensive. But they're life-changing. They're so nice. Chris and I have two, like a, yeah, two sets. So we switch them on and off. Um, Life-changing. I think it's, yeah, with two sets. No, and as you should, like I, I, that, I will put that as in, thing on my list it's not actually I still have my five but I think everybody should own two sets of sheets yeah by 25 for sure maybe not two sets of pom-pom sheets <laughs> but two sets of sheets Some nice quality it makes sheets. your life so much easier so much easier and then yeah like I remember when I was like 20 even like maybe 21 22 and I didn't do the laundry and I had to like sleep on like just my barefoot dreams okay. in a sheet. <laughs> it was so horrible. Like Bull and Branch, which is like I feel like a pretty popular uh, brand's two eighty for a set. Okay. So if you're yes, not in the pom pom sheet budget, maybe yeah. you can go there. Yeah, <laughs> well sure I was just great. trying to think of like I didn't know how much I'll be honest, this is embarrassing, I think, a little bit to admit. I haven't purchased sheets. Mm, 10 years 10 years yeah because 
so many uh you the, personally the, haven't purchased yeah, because okay, so many of sense. the linen brands work with people uh-huh and when they work with us they send like multiple sets of sheets and we donate some and we keep some like mm-hmm. but for any of our beds i haven't purchased oh nice which is like i'm i'm really grateful for but i don't i didn't even know what they cost that's oh uh, yeah i hadn't i mean yeah i didn't buy mine my mom bought mine but Anywho. I think that's a really good one. I'm really thinking about that. I just think you should have a nice bedding, like also a nice fluffy duvet. Like my mom has a really beautiful bedroom, but one of her things is she has a very, very fluffy insert, like duvet. And does she, does she double them? She doesn't double them. That's just like thick, a thick boy. And I when I go over to her house, I'm like, oh, her room always looks like a hotel. I'm like, why doesn't mine look like that? She's like, it's because your insert's like flat as hell. I'm like, okay. So then I got the insert with the pom-pom sheets, with the, all the things, and it just elevates you. I think every 25-year-old should have. I think I have a pretty decent duvet. It's fluffy. It's not fluffy like your mom's though. Yeah, my mom's is like, you know when you go to really nice hotels or I like just, even a, not even nice, nice hotels, they just have like, fluffiness to him. I assumed that she doubled hers. Uh-uh. Because I know that most people that yeah, I, I thought read she about, did they double too. them. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. But no, it's just one. Hmm. Anyways, get some nice bedding. Yeah. I think bedding in general, sheets, like a nice pillow. Yeah. You use it every night for eight hours of night, right. ideally. Yeah. like, And you want it to feel good. What else do you use that much that you don't invest in like that? Right. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. I don't... Like yeah. people are like, oh, you're just sleeping. I'm like, no, it's a whole ritual. Know, but people. my my sleeping's very yeah. Like, that's an important part of my day. I agree with that. I really like that. Okay, my next one is one that I still haven't done at 30, <laughs> but I think is really really important, and I think I should have done by 25. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm embarrassed at 30 that I still haven't done this. Is a really quality wallet. Yeah, I don't have one of those either. Like I'm 30 years old, and I don't have a quality wallet. My wallet is what I got before I went on college spring break from <laughs> Target in the clearance section for six ninety nine or something like that. It was less than $10, I know. Is it the pink one with the, yes. it's just one? Yes. It's not like a wallet, yeah. Correct. I have had that thing for, I mean, how many years ago was that? I'm trying to think college spring break would have been, like it's it's over 10 years. But I should have, by the time I was yeah. 25, by the time I was a few years out of school, I should have, inve- it doesn't have like, when I say quality, I don't mean that it needs to be designer. Right. I don't Just mean nice. that it needs to be anything like cert, like specific. It could even be from Target, but maybe not the one that's completely falling apart. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I want to invest. I need to like look up all the different brands, but I think I want to get a like quality like designer. Like a zip wallet. one, are you thinking? No, I love my little wallet. Like I want yeah. it to be small. I have a like little mine. wallet like that too. It's from Amazon. It's just like a like a front and back guy. No zipper. I mm. like that too. I like my ID showing. Oh, my ID doesn't show. Like, and I don't think very many of them have that You have the, thing yeah, yeah, the clear. With the ID. Yeah. I like that. But I don't know if it's weird to like that. I think I would like it even better if it didn't have the clear window, if it just was open. Yeah. Because then I could put my thumb on the ID and push it out. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of places that I go that I just need to show them. And it's kind of nice to not have to... Get it all the way out. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. I also need one of those. I also, I was thinking about it the other day. I feel like an imposter when I carry a purse. Isn't that weird? Because you never carry a purse. Yeah. I, but I've always been like that. Like, I remember being little and I'm like, I'm just not a, like, you know, that people play like dress up. I would never like touch the purses or like my mom never bought me like a play purse. But then now that I'm thinking about it, did my mom carry around? Yeah, I think she did a purse. I carry a purse most of the time. I'm not a big purse, purse girl, girl yeah. Like, it wasn't until the last couple of years. It wasn't until 2019 that I started carrying a purse. Yeah. Didn't carry one in college. Didn't carry one really after college. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I just limit the number of items I have. Like, I'm like, I can put lip gloss in my pocket. Yeah. In my little wallet. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> Shove it in. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah, I just have my little wallet. Although but I lose my little wallet a lot. Once you're converted to a purse girl, you're like, oh, this is why. Yeah. <laughs> it makes so much... What about like a... You use a... a I use like a laptop bag. Oh, that's not what I was going to say. Like um, my black, you know, crocodile one. I was... I don't yeah. have it today, but... I was going to say... Like you usually have some kind of bag with you. Yeah. What about... Or that pink you crocodile You do like a crossbody... Like yeah, a, I just like feel a, like an imposter. What am I trying to say? A crossbody no. fanny pack. Fanny pack. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Belt bag. Fanny packs are like more my speed, but I just feel like, I don't know. Like a when I go out to dinner, like say it's a nice dinner and I have a purse, I literally feel like an imposter. I'm like, why am I wearing this? A lot of people told me that once I had kids, I would feel differently. Like I would get used to having the diaper bag and I don't. I oh, stick really? a diaper in my purse, and I'm like, well. I hope this works. Hope that'll be, yeah. and it's never been a problem. I am not the mom with the, like, backpack full of snacks and, like, all yeah. the things. I'm just not that mom. I have a diaper. I have a little thing of wipes, uh, and I have, like, a passy, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I have snacks in the car. Like, I have a couple of things stashed in the car if I need them. Honestly, I kind of think I'll be like that because I'm trying to think with my nephew. We didn't even bring the diaper bag with us like, on the errands. <laughs> I think we just all way overdo it yeah. and stress ourselves out. Yeah, I agree with that. Not that there aren't situations. Like there have been times that things have happened that I'm like, oh, wow, that would have been nice to have this. But it's few and far between. Right. I don't know. To some people, though, I think it's more natural for them. Like they keep up with the bag and like the bag is like a system for them and it works really well. Yeah. I don't feel like like that's me. It has to really like, it takes conscious effort and it doesn't make my life that much better. It makes my life harder more than Mm -hmm. it provides benefit. Yeah. That's interesting. Hot take. Okay. (laughs) Uh, you're next. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a dog. (laughs) I told Joe that she's like... I think that's crazy. <laughs> I think that's the craziest thing I've ever okay, heard here's, in my life. Here's my take. I think that you should get a dog before you're 25 because only if you... I'm no, not only, not only if, if. This is for everybody, remember? This is things that you think everyone should have. Okay. I think if you are planning to have children or you want children and you're not a hard no for children, I think you should get a dog before you're 25. I really do. Um, what about a cat? No, I think a dog. Okay. I'm a hard dog. 
because dogs are like, this is why I'm saying this. My brother and sister-in-law who have their, my nephew, they don't have a dog. They've never owned a dog. However, Chris and I obviously have dogs and it's interesting hearing them talk about just like life with the kid. And then I don't know how to word this. Like they having a kid's a lot like having a dog. I think it's what Caroline's yeah, trying to say like, without saying it. Like, and I don't want to say that because obviously I've never had a child, but like Frank, but also you have to be like invested in the dog. There's like two different dog parents. I feel like there's the little dog breed or like the lazy dog, dog people. That's me. That's Joe and Matt. But I feel like you need like a medium energy or high level dog. I really do. Because Frankie, I don't know. I feel like. I think you're crazy. I, I don't think like, people can handle that. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel like Frankie's made me more. Uh, I don't even know the word. I feel like just. I know life without a dog, and now I know life with Frankie, and but I'll never go dog, back. I was so scared because it was make or break, yeah, and I don't think I the dog made you. I think that you made you like for it, but I think that I was so worried because you did not have it together before you got Frankie, yeah. and I was like, this could be so bad. I know, but I don't know. Now that I have Frankie... And just like, for instance, the other day, Frankie had to go to the vet. So Chris gets the, um, like, notifications on that, his email, like, hey, Mm -hmm. Frankie needs a checkup. And Chris communicated that with me, and then both of us communicated that, oh, who can take the dog? Okay, I can take the dog. I don't know. I feel like we feel like adults in that situation. I don't know if I'm making any sense. And then I take Frankie, and I paid for Frankie. I don't know. I feel like... It's nice, not nice, but I feel like being responsible for something other than yourself, A, can make or break you, but B, if it makes you, it can like grow you and like you feel more put together, I feel like. I get that. You know? I I still don't agree, (laughs) but like I'm with you. And like when you come home, like say you have a horrible day and you come home, that dog is going to love you no matter what. Like Frankie, like say Chris and I are fighting and I really want to see Chris. I always want to see Frankie. And I feel like that's nice to have. I I don't disagree with a lot of those things. I just think that's absolutely unhinged as a thing you should have (laughs) by 25. I think dogs are awesome. Like, I have two of them. I love them. I'm a huge dog person. I got my first dog when I was 21. Like, Uh I'm obsessed with her. Don't get me wrong. I just think that's unhinged. Okay. Uh, My next one is I think that women need like a really, I I wrote down a quality pair of earrings, but I don't think it's only, I think it can be anything like this, like a really quality staple accessory. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be earrings. It can kind of filter into whatever your style is, is what I would say. Um, But whether that's quality earrings, a quality necklace, bracelet, some kind of day-to-day accessory, a watch. Yeah. Whatever fits your style. Like I think by Rings. 25, you should have like a daily wear quality item that you've invested in for your personal style. I like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I have nice earrings. Not like super nice, but I always have like little. No, gold. and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate myself. Nice and quality does not mean expensive. Like you can like I have some earrings now. I just invested in a couple pairs of hoops because I had never really owned a quality pair of hoops, and I got them on Black Friday, and I think they cost me seventy dollars for the pair, which is an invest. Like that was yeah. an investment. That's not. I'm not saying seventy dollars is cheap. But I'm not saying you need to go to like Tiffany's and get yeah. like a $3,000 pair of earrings. They don't right. need to be crazy crazy or anything. Just something quality that's going to hold up to lots of wear. Something that's made out of real materials that aren't going to yeah. irritate your or turn your ears or colors. Tarnish, yeah. Uh, things like that. I think that 25 is a really good age to have started investing in some of those pieces. And I think that's how you're going to define your personal style and find your way with personal style too. Mm-hmm. I agree. I like that. Mine next one is an air fryer oven. Oh, I think that every 25 year old should have one because you get older, you get busier. I can't cook, but I can pop stuff in the air fryer oven. You can. And it's reliable, it's fast. And yeah, they can make a mean salmon. I mainly make salmon in the thing. Chris makes all kinds of things, but. Yeah, pop salmon in there. You can have your protein. Quick. This is blowing my mind. It's that's like seventeen really, minutes. I think that's a really good. That's a really good one. Yeah, I wasn't gonna, but I think that's a really good one. I think yeah. it's just easy and like. I really do think everyone should have one. Okay, well, I'll I'll do mine. Mine is this my last one? No, no. I have two more. Okay, this is kind of in that vein a little bit. Okay, which is I think by twenty five you should have a go to recipe side some kind of food that you take to potlucks or events, like your go-to thing that you have practiced and that you are really good at making. It can be a dip. It can be a side dish. It can be a, you know, like... Salad or whatever. Whatever it is. I think by 25, you should have one in your arsenal, like a really good one. That's good. Because that's really all you need in general to get by <laughs> to get like even like through your entire adult life like obviously if that's something you enjoy you can add additional things to your arsenal of recipes mm-hmm. but you don't have to be a chef you don't have to be a cook but having one really good one in your pocket it'll save you some yeah heartache mm-hmm. i like that i need to find more mine is. do you i was gonna say do you have no one? i don't have one okay <laughs> what's yours I do buffalo chicken dip. I was, yeah, a I lot. thought that like, was yours. I do that to a lot of things. Matt does really good chocolate chip cookies, mm-hmm. and so we do that to a lot of events. And then my grandmother's uh, has a potato, like a pa- potato casserole recipe oh, nice. that's really good. That so I have a couple at this point. That's nice. Depending on what kind, it kind of depends on the type of event that we're going to and what. You can pull one out, and it's not. Yeah, you know, it's going to be trusty. Exactly. I like that. Very good. Um, my next one is a staple grocery list. This is something I'm working on. Chris and I are working on this. And the only reason we're working on this is because his mom sat us down and she was like, listen, your guys are out of control. Basically, she was really nice about it. But she was like, I feel like you guys don't have a system in your kitchen because Chris is like, Chris A has ADHD and he loves to cook. So that's just a recipe for disaster. And I don't care. I'll eat anything and I don't shop. Mm-hmm. And so with those two dynamics, we 
he goes to Walmart a lot. Like he goes to Walmart and or we eat out a lot. And so his mom was like, I think you guys need to sit down and really define what you like to eat, like what you always reach for, what you always crave. And so we've started to do that. And I'm talking about this like week three of this and um, starting to make like a staple grocery list where we always buy that. But obviously we can add stuff, but like we always have these things. So like like part of that's like tuna packets. That's easy since I'm like busier now. Mm -hmm. Just reach for a tuna packet, um, granola bars. What else do we buy? I like frozen salmon because I eat salmon bowls a lot. Rice. Um, Krista's chicken. Like we do uh, tzatziki bowls a lot. Mm, That's yummy. And so again, we eat that like two times a week and I eat salmon probably once, twice a week. And then we can like go out to eat twice a week or whatever it is. But I'm really trying to work on that. A staple grocery list. That's really, I don't have that. I'm it's sure hard. Matt, Matt it's probably, not. Actually, I do know. We do because ours is like eggs, uh, cottage cheese, milk for the kids. Like, like I know that he, yeah. he has those things, those staples that are always in our yeah. house. And they're, for us, they're more like um, snack inside things. And then we plan the main dish. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but that's a, that's really good. I mean, it's tough. Like Chris and I, it's really hard for Chris because he's, A, A, loves to cook. Like he's like, I want to buy everything. But a lot of our stuff goes to waste. Right. And so if you just have those staples and those are trusty steeds, you can just. The thing that I'll say is I bet that's tough until it's not. Yeah, I think so too. I bet it's one of those things that once you're in a swing, it's actually really easy. It's just tough to change your mindset on Mm -hmm. it. I love that. Well, yeah, and his mom said, because his mom has one down pat, like she just lives like that. And so she said, also it will change. Like the first week we did it and we're like, oh yeah, this is our staples. But like, it's not. Like we've pivoted and like, Mm -hmm. she was like, did you eat those rice cakes? I'm like, no, I didn't eat those. Like I thought I was going to. And she's like, okay. Then pivot. But yeah, I think once we get exactly what our staple is, yeah, it'll be easy. Hmm. I love that. Okay. My last one is you need a hobby that you do alone. I like that. By the time you're 25, you need a hobby to do alone or you need to be consistently trying. Like if you haven't found one you love, you need to be consistently trying hobbies that you can do alone. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of alone hobbies. You do actually. Which is kind of surprising, isn't it? Yeah. Because I don't strike, well, at least I don't strike myself as an like, alone hobbyist. Well, I was thinking about it when I wrote it down. Because I wrote it down thinking like, ooh, this is something that I should really work on. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, I actually don't think I have very many hobbies that I do with people. Yeah. I don't have a lot of hobbies in general. Like needlepoints, my hobby that I picked up this year that I've just started. And that's alone. Uh, my plants is yeah. uh, you can garden with people, <laughs> I guess, but it's really a pretty solo yeah. hobby. Uh, and reading is a very yeah, solo read. hobby. There, there are community aspects of it of like you could Talking talk to about people it, about yeah. it. But anyway, wow, that just is really I and plants I've been doing for yeah, a long uh, time. Books too, yeah. But books and plants I've been doing for a long time. The needlepoint's new. I've, I. 
have been stuck in this loop of uh, being maybe a little overly, not self-aware, like overly self-critical. I don't know what the words would be, but I am questioning the way I view myself a lot recently. Mm. And uh, anyway, where was I going with that? I had a place I was going. Plants. Oh, I keep wondering, I'm like, do I? Because you know how a lot of people talk about how they jump from hobby to hobby to hobby and, Mm -hmm. you know, they like can't stick to anything and they like get really into stuff and whatever. I've been having a lot of moments. I'm like, do I do that? And then I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think so. (laughs) I I think it's been plants and, you know, like I've definitely increased in books, but I've always read, you know, and then I'm like, (laughs) but also you're like, you are interesting in that way because even like I remember when you had your bachelorette trip. Uh-huh. Wait, was I even around though? No, you were in Italy. Okay, well, for something else, you like got out an embroidery machine. Embroidery. Well, I've, all, I've sewn my whole life. And I'm like, what? Like, I just would never think to do those things myself. Yeah. Like, oh no, someone else does that. Yeah. Or like my another friend that can do that. She can do that. He can do that, you know? Yes. I always outsource stuff, but you don't. I outsource. You do, but I do more now. I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford to outsource anything. When you're talking about bachelorette. Yeah, that's true. I didn't have the budget to outsource any of that. And I already had the thing, the machine. Since I've sewn since I was a kid with my grandmother and I I had the embroidery attachment. What did you make? I don't remember what you made. I ordered wholesale the sweatshirts for everybody, and then I embroidered everybody's name on them. Oh, cute. Yeah. And so that stuff, like that's skills that I grew up with. I've never been super passionate about sewing. Yeah. um, But it's something that I know how to do. Yeah, you know how to do that. And And like make the dog scarves and mm -hmm. do all that. Yeah, that's really easy. Yeah. Matt really wants to take up sewing oh really yeah i keep telling him i'm like my my machine words my machine <laughs> is in like it's yeah, stored it's there one. you can use it and then i also have a vintage machine that was my great grandmother's that i'm hoping will get passed down to me dad if you're listening <laughs> do it <laughs> do not give it to my sisters i want it uh but it's like an old like I, uh, I think it does plug in i think it's been converted to get like plugged in, but it was like one of the really old ones originally that has the foot pedal that you press oh. it up and down for oh, it to run. Wow, yeah. Cause that's how machines used to run is you would, yeah. pu- you would punch that foot pedal up and down and it would, anyway, it's Take a really a nice like old singer that's built into a table. Yeah. Um, I think the hobby thing is a good thing. I though. think that I, well, I think that I was raised by somebody that like my my mom and dad both, but my dad especially, are very much like learn how to do it yourself people. Yeah. And so I grew up being taught a lot of different skills. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm proficient. I'm not good. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like I can do a lot of things, but I can't do a lot of things t- to an extreme right. extent. Does that? Uh-huh. What are your hobbies you would do alone? Do you have any? I'm, I read more than ever than I ever had in my whole life. I never picked up a book ever growing up. Um, so I'll do that. What else do I do? Not like, like I'm not very, um, hands-on. Like I don't use my hands a lot. 
but I think I should change that because I'm artistic. Like I can draw and stuff. What are you doing? I read, I walk, I work. But what are you doing when you walk? Do you listen to music? No. Do you listen to podcasts? Do you just silence? Yeah, silence. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Silence or Chris and I will walk together a lot. Yeah, I like Matt, to do, I that. do that. Um, I, I don't know. What do I do? Uh, like in the summer, we'll ride our bikes or the spring, like we'll ride our bikes to go like eat dinner. We'll do that. See, by the time you turn 25 this fall, I think you need to have a hobby you do Gotta by yourself. Something. You swim. Yeah, I swim. Does that count as a hobby? I, uh, what's a hobby? Yeah, what is <laughs> I a guess hobby? a hobby Google can it. be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I do that by myself. Like, I go work out by myself. I mean, I'm in a class sometimes. Um, I amend it. I also think, I'm adding a sixth thing. I think that you should have a hobby or skill that you can trade with your friends. Oh, yeah, that's good. My friends and I really talk about that because my friend uh, Brittany is exceptional at, like, party planning Mm -hmm. and um, organization and things like that. And that is a skill that she has that she shares with her loved ones really well. And like for me, I have photography yeah. and that I know how to use a sewing machine. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Those are like my main ones. And so I often share that with my loved ones, you know? Yeah. Um, and so learning a skill that you can somehow share in that way, yeah, I that's think it's really special. That's true. Because that's kind of what relationships are all about is getting to like share and teach and, you know, and give and be in it together. Yeah, that's so, true. That's another I like that. little amendment. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah. One my last more? one is I think you should own three black dresses. Okay. Tell me more. <laughs> like, you know, everyone's like little black dress. I think you should have three that you rotate. That's what I do anyways. And it like, I don't buy clothes. Like I don't buy, you can wear a black dress anywhere wedding, funeral, you name it. And I have three staple ones that I just switch out. Not bad. (laughs) I would say that makes sense to me. I don't think it has to be black though. Yeah. I don't think it needs to. Black just works for my vibe and black you can wear anywhere. Like again, a wedding, you can wear a black dress. But I think you can wear any color other than even funerals nowadays, I feel like people aren't yeah, wearing that's black true. like they used to. Like that's I feel like true. a lot of, not that I've been to a ton of funerals, but the funerals that I have been in, invited to go to in the past few years have all asked not to wear black, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I've seen more people. I haven't been to a funeral long. So I'm curious to see if that's going to shift with our generation. Yeah, that is interesting because, I mean, traditionally it's like... A, and you're in mourning, like you wear black to, but yeah, I feel like people are like, no, celebrate me. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's more like I celebrate agree. your life. Yeah. Interesting. All good things. All good things. Uh, I would like to wrap up this episode by telling Caroline that your eyebrows look absolutely fantastic. Do they? I've been staring at them this entire episode wow. and they are brushed Why to perfection. Why do they look good today? I don't, they are. I haven't changed anything. I don't know. They look really good. You know, a fun fact about me is I never get my eyebrows done. Like yeah. I've never gotten them anything done. 
I have gotten mine maybe like once or twice when I was doing other stuff. But, oh, I guess I got my eyebrows laminated once. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'm going to go back, I think, and do it again. I haven't done it in years. But I really liked it. I think everybody thinks of your eyebrows being laminated as that, like it being like glued to your face thing. Uh, yeah. But that's just how they like actually do it. It just means that your hair is like stay in the direction that you push them. Like yeah. it doesn't have to look. Right. Uh, and since I have such stubborn hairs, like I would it like to go back. It works really well for me. Um, and it makes me feel cute. So I should go back and do that. <laughs> makes me feel cute. There are a couple things that I've been, I, I've been toying with the idea of going back and getting a little bit of Botox. Again. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. Because I'm definitely like starting to see some of those like major signs of aging. I don't know if it's something I want to do like crazy frequently. Like I'm not somebody, I, I know for a fact I'm not going to become somebody that's like every six months or every three months yeah. or whatever I go and I get it because I never want my forehead to move and I don't want the wrinkles. I'm okay with like having some here and there, but I'm also realizing that my makeup doesn't apply as well and my whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, I keep going back and forth. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't gotten anything yet, but my mom just uh, designed a Botox like office. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. And so um, all of her employees like had the flu and COVID one day last month. And she was like, will you please come with me? I have an install. Like I'll pay you. I'm like, sure. That's fun. And so I went with her and I met the doctor and stuff. And um, anyways, he was like, oh, how old are you? And I'm like 24. He's like, oh, your skin looks great. But then I'm like, do all doctors say that? I don't know. And like, is that a hook and bait kind of thing? I don't know. (laughs) And, uh, but I'm like, oh, I for sure want to go to him because his stuff is beautiful. But if you're local, it's, um, well, this is awkward. This... (laughs) The name is, I believe it's Ozark Facial, Ozark, Dr. Spencer is his name, Ozark Facial um, in Northwest Arkansas, and my mom designed it. it. It's beautiful. But anyways, that's not what I really wanted to say. What I wanted to say is my uh, Chris's mom just got back from South Africa a couple weeks ago, and for her birthday... um, her sister's drugger to get Botox because she's never gotten Botox. She's like mm-hmm. in her fifties and she, it's like insanely cheap there. And so I'm like, maybe if I get it, I'll go there. What would you want <laughs> Botox for? I guess would be my question. Cause I don't feel like you uh, have like my the 11. That's where I, yeah, that's where I've really noticed in the last like year or two. I'm like, oh, I'm really, but my mom has that line so hardcore and I love it. Yeah. And so that's, that's the balance for me. It's like, I'm like, I don't want to take that away from myself. Like I want to look older. Like there's part of me that yeah. wants to, I don't know. That's just like my only, and I don't really think it, it's only in the summer I notice it. Cause I'm like squinting obviously. But like it will stay, like yeah. my makeup will crease. And so I'm like, ah, oh, that bothers me. And Chris is like, I literally don't notice that, obviously. But yeah, it's not bad, but I that's the only thing I would get. Yeah. Like I like my lips. I like I know. Like I wouldn't get injections. Mm-mm. Um also that freaks me out. I mean I Botox, I guess is the same. They but both like, freak me out. That's why I'm like, I probably won't end up doing anything. Yeah. Because I just I know I've done it one time and just freaks me out. I don't know why. 
Yeah. Well, it's like putting stuff in your body. But then every single person I see that like looks fantastic, they're like, yeah, I just did a little bit like, like they they didn't do anything extreme. They were like, yeah, I just did a little bit here and a little bit there. And you know, I don't know. And then I'm like, (laughs) you know what? We're all going to rot. Yeah. Like I'm like this. Yeah. My earthly body is going to rot. So it doesn't really matter. I don't know, guys. Well, on that note. (laughs) On that note. I hope you take our five things. I guess ten things because we each did yeah. five. And I, I, we threw some bonuses in there, I yeah. think. Love you guys. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.